Volume 4, Creepy Folklore, from all over the globe, here on the Colored Folklore Podcast. Episode 28, Middle East, the Desert, Demonic Mother. Once, very long ago, there was a traveler running wildly over a sand dune through the final rays of a setting sun. The man wheezed as he looked over his shoulder. He was positive she couldn't still be following him. But not about to take any chances, he whipped his head forward and continued to push ahead. Squinting his eyes at the waves of sand ahead of him, he thought he saw a tiny spark of a fire on the horizon. Knowing that without warmth during the night, the desert would be just as lethal were she to catch up to him, the man tucked his head and made his way through the growing darkness. After what seemed like forever, the traveler trudged up to the outskirts of a tiny caravan. A poultry fire was all that illuminated the scene. Animals lay huddled together for warmth. Humans must have been tucked away beneath fabric to protect them from the elements, and a lone figure sat lounging next to the dying flames. Shivering from the rapidly dropping temperature, but overheated from unrelenting exertion, the man's vision swam in front of him. He could barely utter a sound to introduce himself when the figure raised a cloaked hand and bade him to sit aside the flames. The man fumbled for a thank you, and after walking but a few steps, nearly collapsed in front of the fire. After what seemed like days, the man's eyelids slowly fluttered open, and he jolted where he sat. Unsure of his surroundings, the man scampered backwards until the images before him slowly started to make sense. Retracing his steps in his mind, he remembered leaving his family to head to the market. He remembered talking with the many fine maidens selling their wares. And then he remembered... <sighs> her. He shivered to himself and slowly crawled back to the flames. Thank you, friend. The man began, rubbing his hands together and inching closer to the warmth of the fire. You wouldn't believe the night that I've had. The stranger once again raised a hand, but this time it was more beckoning, as if they were inviting him to tell the tale. The man scoffed. <laughs> I think not, kind one. I would rather you not think me for a fool, or worse, for a lunatic. At this, the figure waved the man's doubts away. The traveler sighed deeply, looked over his shoulder, and simply said, I'm being chased by a demon. The figure made a show of clasping their robes in surprise. I know, I know said the man, 
raising his own hands and bowing his head low. I, I wouldn't believe it myself if I hadn't seen her. The man gulped. If I hadn't seen her hooves and her claws. The figure leaned forward for the first time, no longer lounging. The man thought he heard a small gasp of recognition from the stranger's direction. Uh, yeah, I, I believe that it was she. The first. The demon. The man stared into the flames. I saw the mother. And with that, he launched into his tale. Everyone had a story about the mother. The woman some would call Lilith. The demon some would call Sibion. The djinn some would call Duvay. She had many names, and she was timeless. Some said that she was a ghoul, a parasite that would lead men to their deaths. That she would come to them with her siren's call, tempt them seduce them, and then eviscerate them and eat their entrails from their still-living bodies. Some said she would kidnap children who strayed too far from home, and many said she would spirit herself into the bodies of expectant mothers to kill their babies in the womb. That she'd purposely damage the mother's organs so she could never have a baby again. Some whispered that she had bulbous eyes and would climb the wall like a lizard. And some said she wasn't an entity at all. Just an invisible force. Just a concept that you never saw coming. Yet others still likened her to an insatiable predator. That her appetite knew no bounds and she'd devour anything. Man, woman, child, animal, it didn't matter. She was a force beyond nature, and everyone this man had ever known feared her. With the hooved legs of a powerful beast, and hands that possessed claws like sharpened scythes, she could appear as a beautiful, innocent youth just as easily as she could seem like a defenseless old crone. She was a symbol beyond legend, and a legend beyond symbol, and the traveler had absolutely no idea why she was following him. For the first time since sitting forward, the hooded figure let out a sound. The man flicked his eyes toward the stranger. He, he could have sworn it, it almost sounded like a laugh. He admitted maybe he had been potentially leering at the maidens in the market, but they were there without their family. No one to provide for them or protect them. It, uh, well, really, it was like they were asking for it. It was his duty as an upstanding member of the community to just offer his services. So what if they would cringe every time he touched their face, or smelled their hair, or complimented their smile? He really tried to connect with the intoxicating young stranger he saw dart down an alleyway. 
coaxing her forward by complimenting her, telling her how much prettier she was than his wife, and, and with her silence, so much better behaved. His wife was probably due any day now, and she just couldn't stop complaining about how much their son would fuss and kick inside of her. Well, how, how was he supposed to know he was really cornering them, uh, chatting with the mother of all demons? Why, he was lucky even to make it out of that alley alive. Yeah, running away, maybe he had to push a few people aside, but really, he was just doing them a favor. Teaching the children to keep their heads on a swivel and hopefully putting a few of the old hags out of their misery. The cloaked figure let out a groan that echoed into the evening and came back upon the caravan as a contained maelstrom. The stranger obviously had enough. The winds caught and trapped the embers of the dying fire and sent a torrent of smoldering ash swirling about the incessant man as the figure reached up with deadly sharpened claws to remove the hood from her head. The man's jaw hit the ground and he pointed at the mother. How, how did you... But you were all the... The man trailed off into a scream as he noticed the dozens of tiny fires riding his robes. While the man stripped out of his burning clothes, the mother stood in her full glory and dropping her own robes, whirled her hands above her head. Weaving the elements through the air, she turned the scattered flames into a raging bonfire. And then the man saw his surroundings for what they truly were. Nearly vomiting all over his naked self, the man realized what he had mistaken for animals resting were dozens of corpses strewn about the land, blood-soaked canvases whipped in the frenzied wind, waving an undead flag of surrender for a caravan that had come under siege. The mother saw him taking in her handiwork, and she smirked. These were bandits, traffickers that were planning on raiding the very same market that already housed its own predator. She whisked her claws through the air and pointed at the man. What were you planning on doing to me in that alley, had I not shown you that I had teeth? The man fell to the ground, begging, groveling, pleading for his life. He told her that it was a mistake, that it was just a one-time thing, th that he would, he would learn to be faithful. He wouldn't harm others anymore, that he, he wouldn't take advantage of women. He promised her all the things a woman would ever want to hear. The man nodded with a sniffle, a small smile extending from his lips to his eyes. The mother waved her claw over her shoulder. As much as I love watching a man prostrate himself, no. No, I'm not going to kill you. The man sat back on his haunches, weeping tears of unmitigated joy. He praised the woman and thanked her for his life. Oh, you misunderstand me, foolish one. I'm, I'm not going to kill you because the desert will do that for me. Stomping one hoof onto the desert floor, the sand began to shift and all the supplies, fire, corpses, even their shredded clothing, 
everything making up the campsite tremored and was swallowed up by the shifting dunes. Within seconds, the man and the mother were all that existed for as far as the eye could see. You are a bane on all you encounter. Your insecurity crushes your species. Your greed for power offends my existence. And nothing about you is worth a speck of my time. You're not even worth the effort of my beloved desert. Yet this shall still be your tomb. Sensing his impending and unalterable doom, the man hurled insult after petty insult toward the mother, and she couldn't help but laugh. She strode forward and placed a claw under his chin, lifting up. The man scrambled to his feet as the smallest pinprick opened up on the skin of his neck. She leaned in and whispered in his ear, I would expect nothing less. I am blamed for many things. Every time a baby cries, they blame the mother. Every time a man strays, they blame the woman. Every time a human fails, it's my fault. She removed her lips from near his ear and looked deep into his eyes. I'm rectifying the fault by removing the integral problem. I'm freeing the shame by eliminating the guilt. I'm here to teach you and all of your kind that man's time is over. The man blinked in recognition. No, no, what? no I, I mean, you get, that's not, I mean, that's, that's not fair. It's, it's not natural. The mother removed her claw. Oh, and, and why is that? Because of how it makes you feel. No, I mean, there were, this isn't how the story goes. I don't, this is, I've never heard anyone tell a tale like, Oh, imagine that. My narrative isn't being told correctly by people who aren't me. What are you going to tell me next? That I should let you go because your poor wife, your poor child, your poor family. You, 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 yours, 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 yours. I should spare you because you're the only person who can take care of your family? As if... Your wife has zero agency or abilities of her own, as if they won't be better off without you. Not even waiting for an answer, she simply turned and strode away. The man, frozen in shock, let his body drop to the ground, his fate finally sinking in. Stopping mid-step, the mother tilted her head to the side and called out into the wind. By the way, your wife, how far along did you say she was? The man looked up in horror. The mother lifted a claw, twirled it in the air, and winked. I guess it really doesn't matter now, does it? And with that, her hooves took to the dunes as her laughter <laughs> took to the skies. And. According to the people of Yemen, that is the story of the first demon thought to eviscerate all the sinful men throughout our lands.
Thank you for listening today. All elements used for today's show are in the show notes, alongside contact information for the show. Please have a wonderful day, and make sure to treat yourself and others with kindness. We implore you to please seek out, ingest, and preserve local and global indigenous folklore as much as you can. We truly look forward to seeing you next episode, and thanks again. Thank you.